you're listening to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. This podcast is for the women who's ready to own the fuck out of who they are. Stop apologizing for their brilliance, their bodies, and their badassery. That sounds like you. You're in the right place. What is up? What is up, friends? This is your host, Danny D. And if you don't know who I am already, I am an author, I'm a speaker, I'm a coach, and I'm here to help you own the F out of who you are and stop caring so much about what other people think of you. Am I right? So today I have a very special guest, but before we bring her on, I wanted to share something very exciting that will be happening next week. If you're listening to this very close to when it comes out and you follow me on social media, you may know that I am doing a free four-day masterclass series. That means four days, approximately 20 minutes each day, completely free. And we are going to be talking about what makes you iconic. This is specifically for business owners, personal brand humans who have personal brands, influencers. I've had actors move through this work as well, or anyone who is really selling themselves or has a business or a brand that is an extension of them. And this specific masterclass is called Natural Born Icon because you are a natural born icon. You are iconic. And it's not about the clothes that you have on your back that makes you iconic or what your social media feed looks like. It is the truth of who you are. It is your value system. It is the currency that you bring into this world, the energetic current that flows through every part of your life. And if you're like, what the hell does that even mean? I urge you to join this free masterclass. I swear by the end of the four days, you will feel so freaking badass. You will feel so empowered. You will know who you are. You will know what you stand for and you will be unapologetic about how you communicate that to the world around you, which is essentially your brand. I don't believe in a curated brand that is like, here, I'm just going to be a cool kid. Um, and I just want to like see what everyone else is doing and try to fit into that standard. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in catfishing your audience and trying to live up to this reputation of who you think you need to be to be perfect. I don't believe in you trying to Photoshop your way into perfection. And like, this is so perfect, by the way, for what we're talking about on this podcast today and the guests that we have, you guys are going to freaking love her. Um, but I just don't believe in that. I believe in having your brand be an extension of who you are treating your social media as a channel to get what you believe, who you are, what you stand for, everything out into the world and allowing every single part of your brand to be an immersive experience into who you are and not trying to manipulate that to try to be a cool kid or impress other people. So if that lights a soul if that lights a soul, if that lights a fire in your soul, I want you to go ahead below. I'll put a link in the show notes below right next to the bio. And if you want to join that free four-day challenge next week, please, please, please feel free. I would freaking love to have you. It's going to be so much fun. And without further ado, we have another natural born icon on the show today. She's amazing. Her name is Stacy Mitchell. She is a boudoir photographer and she's based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, which if you didn't know, that's where I'm from. <laughs> and I had the absolute pleasure of working with her one-on-one with a boudoir session. And it was life-changing, amazing, incredible. I'm going to share in the actual episode my experience with that and 
what that felt like. And we talk about literally everything boudoir and how she works as a photographer and what she stands for. And she's all about no retouching any dimples or cellulite or any of that stuff. And I so believe in that. And I wanted to share with you guys something before I bring her on. I wanted to share that this was a scary experience for me. And for those of you who have been following me for a long time, you're like, what? Why? You're the confidence queen. What is this? But for a long time, I struggled a lot with my body, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I was bullied and I was always the chubby, funny one. And I always felt like I wasn't sexy and I always felt like I wasn't admirable or I wasn't intoxicating or I wasn't desirable to those around me. I just thought that I was taking up space and not in the good way that I was just like a space filler and something that I should be ashamed of was my body. And it wasn't, wasn't until actually this year, like I've been eating yo, yo diets my entire life. Um, more on that, maybe another episode, but I had a very, very toxic relationship with my body. And it wasn't until this year that I was asked, asked to actually model for a major swimmer brand in Canada who has now sadly closed their doors due to COVID. But I was asked to model for them. And I remember my first thought was, oh my gosh, they're going to see my body. <laughs> like They're going to see my body. They're going to see that I'm bigger. They're going to see all these different things about me. Like people who I went to high school with, they're going to see my body now. I'm going to be on national campaigns. Like that's terrifying. And I was so scared. And I still said yes, because it terrified me. And that experience in itself was completely life-changing because for the first time, I just let myself be witnessed and seen. And we talk about that in this podcast as well, um, from both sides of the spectrum for me and Stacey. And number two, this boudoir photographer and this boudoir session specifically also changed my life because I let myself really be seen. Like it's one thing to be seen in a swimsuit, but it's another thing to be seen in like underwear (laughs) and being like, Hey, this is my body in complete natural light, just like intimate one-on-one and being like, Hey, here, here it is. Here I am. Like, this is what it looks like. Like, Hey, I'm going to let you look at every single crevice as I like move and bend and push my hips up and arch my back and stuff. And it's like allowing someone to see you in a way where your body physically takes up space in the world is quite profound and quite terrifying, but also incredibly rewarding. So if you have had any questions about boudoir in the past, or if you are constantly wondering, like, I don't know what this would be like, or if I should do this, or we talk about bigger bodies doing boudoir. I'm a bigger body. I'm like a 12 slash 14, sometimes 16. And it's like, what does that look like? How does that feel? And all things in between. So I'm excited to bring this guest on. If you have more questions for her, you're more than welcome to email the show and I can connect you guys. And as always, all her stuff is in the show notes. Please follow her and get ready. And by the way, if you guys have been watching my social media, the sexy pics on my social media, she took those, Um, but get ready because here we have Stacey Mitchell. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Even though we were talking like two minutes before this, I'm like, this is the best. I love this. I love this. So for those people who are listening, who might not know who you are and why don't they, right? Who are you? What do you do? 
fill us in. Okay, so I'm Stacey Mitchell. I'm a Calgary boudoir photographer and body positive activist. Um, I really just try and like champion women's empowerment, embracing sexy at any size, and utilizing boudoir photography as like a tool to break down barriers around sex, sensuality, body image, self-love, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. And I love your style and I love your energy and I love what you stand for. And I love how sex positive the space that you create is. Thank you. Yes. I love that part of it. Yeah. So what got you into the boudoir in the first place? Um, I think it's like a little bit of like a windy road that led me to boudoir. So I essentially like straight out of high school, I went to university actually to be a teacher, like an elementary school teacher, um, which I loved. But after my third year, I took a year off to um, just kind of like find myself. I ended up instead finding a corporate job that I got (laughs) sucked into for five years Um, and never went back to school. And really like in the last year of being in that space, um, specifically like my mental health really suffered and I was officially diagnosed with like generalized anxiety and panic disorder. So going like just into the office was not really a healthy environment for me. So after taking a severance from the company, I found myself at 25, like not really knowing where to go. Um, But I did know what I... Sorry, (laughs) but I I didn't know what I wanted out of my career. I wanted to work from home. I wanted to be my own boss and I wanted to do something creative. So when my husband suggested I be a photographer when I'd never picked up a camera, (laughs) I was a little scared. (laughs) Um, But we bought, we bought one, we bought a camera (laughs) and I went to work. So through lots of like trial and error, um, and long nights and learning, I built a successful photography business. And that's kind of what led me into boudoir. I had a bride ask if I could do some boudoir photos for her. And that experience of working one-on-one with women and creating an empowering space for people to connect and love their bodies was so incredible. I fell in love instantly and the work has bled into my own everyday life and has helped me with my own work on my self-confidence and my own body love journey. And it's really been like a all-encompassing experience. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. What are some of the common misconceptions that you would say you get from being a boudoir photographer? I think the first thing that like, if I'm like, hey, I'm a boudoir photographer, I think the first thing that pops into someone's head is like, oh, like, so you photograph women in fishnets and heels for their taking thick, like sexy pictures for their husbands, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I mean, sometimes, yeah, like people take pictures for their husbands. Um, but boudoir is so much more than that. And I think like as an industry, we're doing a pretty good job of like breaking down that stigma around it or like maybe I'm in my own little echo chamber (laughs) (laughs) hopefully myself and other like-minded photographers can continue to break down those barriers um especially as a female photographer I feel we bring a really interested like really interesting and softer much needed perspective um Mm -hmm. 
Like some of my clients are giving their albums to their partners. Some do it to celebrate their bodies after babies. Some do it for confidence boosts. Whatever the reason, it's clear that boudoir photography is about the celebration of your body. And the entire experience can feel extremely empowering and even cathartic in its vulnerability. Yeah. And for me to be able to like facilitate that experience for someone is unlike anything else. There's a visible shift in a client during a session where you can just feel that like confidence switch on and they start like moving a little bit differently (laughs) and they invoke this like inherent sexuality and sensuality that we all possess, but maybe we forget from time to time. And Mm -hmm. my hope is that whatever my clients feel and uncover, like during our time in studio, that they can carry that into their everyday lives. Yes. I will honestly say that after our session together, because for those of you guys who don't know, the half naked photos of me on the internet were taken by Stacey. (laughs) I love them so much. It's like, I'm like anyone. I'm like, do you want to see Do you want to see all of them? Go through them. Here's my phone. Go ahead and take a look. Like I love them. And I think even like throughout that whole experience, it was so cathartic for me too. And like, it was interesting because I feel like a lot of people, especially with the work that I do and the work that I talk about all this stuff, they're like, oh, you're just confident. You just like Mm -hmm. walk up, wake up every day and you're just like, you feel amazing in your body. You just wait, you have no flaws. You feel no insecurity. You feel no anxieties. Like you're just like, fine. And I will say that like walking up to your studio, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna puke. I was like so nervous. But like the minute that we got in to like doing stuff and like it's because I was so excited. And I think that there's um for those who are thinking about doing a session or have a session coming up, there's like almost this like I feel like anytime you're getting in front of a camera, there's this preconceived notion to perform. Or there's like this preconceived notion of like what you should do or what you might, like you have a photo shoot coming up. So you look on Pinterest for everything or you have a boudoir shoot coming up. So you like scroll through and you're like, I need to know everything about what I'm doing. So I'm like so nervous and I want to do good. And I want to like get an eight plus. And especially if you're like a uh, overachiever and perfectionist, which I definitely am. Um, there's that need to perform. But I think it's like once you're in the room, And like, speaking of that, like switch, once you're in the room and you're doing the things and you're like posing and stuff like that, there is a moment where you just like let go and just exist. (laughs) And those are like the most powerful photos because I could tell like going through my album, like where that switch was. Absolutely. And like, it's a different space for everyone. Like some people take a little bit longer to warm up and, but usually I'd say like halfway through or right after the first outfit, after like me kind of like pumping your tires and like <laughs> telling you how incredible and like radiant you are, <laughs> then like you just start believing in yourself and like getting in tune with your body. And I think this kind of like, wall drops of like where you're like acting and then you can kind of get in touch with like what your true sensuality is because I'm trying to provide this really judgment-free zone so whatever way moves the best for you and feels right for you like is what we're gonna go with and everyone really creates the own their own energy for their session and I just try and feed off of that so it feels the most authentic for them but 
watching that wall come down and people be more raw and in tune with themselves is like so fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. And I think that there is something so vulnerable. Like there's so much trust that goes into you because there's so many preconceived notions about the body. And it's like, oh, you might have seen so many bodies, but you haven't seen this body. And like, you don't know what's wrong with this body. And here's all my insecurities and like all that stuff coming up. And so with that, if someone has insecurities, like coming to a session or they, or they think they can't do it because they have insecurities, like first and foremost, I would say like, I walked into that session with insecurities. I mm-hmm. walk around every single day with the insecurities. It's not like you're, they're gone forever just because you feel good one day, right? Like they come up and they'll bubble up in different ways. But for you, if someone's coming to a session, like what would you say if someone's like, I have insecurities. I don't know if I can do it. Or I have insecurities. Like I have a session coming up. Like we had a question come in. I have a session coming up on Thursday. Like, ah, like how am I supposed to do this with all these insecurities? I think, yeah, I think that's a super popular misconception is that you can only do uh, a boudoir session if you're already like ultra confident, but to do a session like this, a lot of times, like people find their confidence, like within the session. Um, it's like unlocking something within themselves. Um, I think there's like this really interesting, like beauty for seeing yourself, how you truly are and not through this lens of like a Snapchat filter or like the poses that you do when you like look in the mirror to like try and make yourself like the ultimate version that you think you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I don't do like any retouching. So like your cellulite stays, your rolls stay, your arms stay the same size as they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I always try and include a few images into my clients' final galleries that showcase like how beautiful, what traditionally may be considered flaws, like a roll or like visible cellulite, And that image may not always like make it into their album. And sometimes Mm -hmm. they do, but I want to ensure that they see that the parts of themselves that they may pick apart in the mirror are also incredibly beautiful. And that's part of my job to show them a full spectrum of their beauty. Mm -hmm. It's not you're beautiful in spite of this body part. It's you're beautiful with this body part. It's not all about like posing to hide stuff. It's just like, I think that's a big misconception is that like we're posing to like hide tummies or hide arms and stuff, but you're so much more than just like an amalgamation of your body parts. (laughs) You're like one whole unit. So like, I want to be able to show you that there's beauty in every single part of you. Mm -hmm. I love that. There's that one photo that you took of me where it's like booty is out, like full booty. I'm like kneeling in front of the window or not the window. There's a window, but I'm kneeling in front of the mirror, like booty out. And I remember seeing that because it's so funny because my butt's my biggest insecurity. Yeah. But like your biggest asset as well. Like literally, (laughs) literally and figuratively. But it's so funny because I remember I was like scrolling because we were doing it. And like, once you're into it, there's two things that there's like the experience about being in your body where you're not thinking and that's my favorite experience of like being in your body like in the moment Mm -hmm. experiencing just like this space and working with you and like or whoever the photographer is in space and like just feeling yourself within your body and then there's the like aftermath of like going through the pictures and like 
every single, I feel like fear and insecurity from like grade five picture day comes up where you're like, Oh, I'm going to get the pictures. <laughs> like what's going to happen? Like, Oh gosh. Right. And so it was so funny. Cause I was going through like scrolling through the album and it, I scrolled past it. Cause I was like, ah, like, I'm so scared. But it, it is one of the pictures that I use the most now. Like it's one of the pictures that I own. It's one of the pictures that, and it's not because I'm all of a sudden like, I love my butt and it is so perfect. It's just like, Oh yeah. It's a part of me. It's like, I've, I've neutralized it. Yeah, like body neutrality versus like body positivity. It's like so interesting. I love body neutrality because it's like not all about positivity and like it's not yeah. realistic. We all have like bad body days. Like, so you look at that picture and you love your butt, but like maybe you're like, mm, I don't want to wear these pants these days, like this day. Like, I don't feel that great. But like, there is some sort of like liberation to be able to say like, oh, I may not love my body or, or this body part right this second, but I'm not going to let that hold me back from like achieving what I want in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Can you explain for those who might be listening, like what your perception and belief around body neutrality versus body positivity, just for people who might be like, oh, I've never heard body neutrality before. Yeah. Um, so like body neutrality is, so body positivity puts a lot of focus on the actual body itself um, and like being positive about it all the time when body neutrality kind of like removes your body from the picture. So like you are more than your body. It doesn't have to be positive. Even like the most body positive people in the world, like aren't walking around being like, Oh, I love my stomach every day. Oh, like, you know, like everyone has their own insecurities. It's just about being able to be like, okay, in spite of my body, I'm Mm -hmm. able to live this like beautiful, fulfilling, like life of my dreams. It's the, it's a mindset shift, right? You're not going to let your body hold you back from doing the things that you love. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. And it's so funny. You posted something on TikTok. You're like, oh, the curvier um, bodies. Do you want to see my boudoir? And highlighted me. Thank you so much. (laughs) I love it. But I was going through the comments too. And like a lot of people who have bigger bodies were were very, very um, hesitant. And I would say like untrusting. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, cool. Like even though this person did it, I definitely still can't. Yeah. And is there anything that you would say to like individuals of like bigger bodies who are so scared to go into a space where they might be even afraid to like go into a space of, and I I speak from personal experience, (laughs) being Mm -hmm. able being like, I'm scared to even like get undressed in front of my partner in like daylight or something like that. Like I can honestly say like, that's not a problem after the boudoir thing. So I was like, here, here's pictures of my butt. You want these? Like you, you already know what they look like. Like it's fine. You can yeah. see the daylight now. Um, but people who might even have that fear of being like, I don't even know if I can show my body to my partner in the daylight. I don't even know if I can like look myself in the mirror before I go in the shower. Like, and I want to do this thing because it looks so amazing and I want to celebrate my body. I want to change that relationship but how can I go from that to standing in front of a stranger and being like, let me just arch my back and hope for the best, you know? <laughs> the arching of the back. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. I was like, I'm just going to throw that in there. Y'all, it is a workout if you're going to do a boudoir session. Mm-hmm. Stretch, limber up, yep. do some yoga. 
I did boxing before my, it was so funny because every time that I, I'd like stretch my back, I'd be like, I can't hold my own body weight up. Like, why did I do boxing yesterday? Like, I'm so sore. I think the, like the best thing I could say is that like sexy ultimately has no weight limit. People message me all the time and they're like, oh, like I can't wait to book a session with you, but I'll get back to you after I lose 20 pounds or once I reach my goal weight or sometimes people just think in general, they don't have the right like body type for it, but boudoir has no size restrictions. It is not like this like exclusive club that like you get to belong to. I'm of the belief that everybody is worthy and I've learned that like you take no pleasure from life when you're waiting for perfection because that perfection is never going to come. I've been smaller and larger than I am now. And even at my goal weight, I was still never satisfied. I literally have a tattoo on my side that I got in my like peak fitness period that I now regret (laughs) that says be proud, but never satisfied because it's been conditioned into us by society that we are never good enough, which is such bullshit because like, I'm fucking great. You're fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) And I photograph people of all sizes and they're all beautiful and they're absolutely all worthy. And every body that I photograph is like deserving of that celebration. It's not reserved for your goal weight or this ideal of perfection that we're all seeking. It's important to like document yourself like as you are now and enjoy every moment, even if you are on a journey to lose weight, like it's important to document yourself like now, like boudoir is not like taking photos of yourself. Isn't like a pair of gold jeans, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. I love that. I saw a meme today that was like, uh, I wish I screenshotted it. It was something along the lines of like, be willing to like embrace yourself with a full body fuck yes now and stay open Mm -hmm. to evolution. Like they don't have to be separate. They can be together. Mm -hmm. I love that. And if you are willing to, if you're open about it, um, are you open to sharing a little bit about your body journey? I know that we had that conversation when we did did our shoot and it was so cool how similar our stories with our body was. And Mm. that also like created such a safe space because I'm like, oh, you fucking get it. Like you get it. Well, I have people all the time being like, Oh, like I share a lot of like models on my like Instagram page and stuff because a lot of my clients choose to keep their images private and I want to respect those wishes. I still have to show my work somehow, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'll shoot a lot of models and then that's what I end up sharing. But behind the scenes, I'm photographing people of all sizes. And Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to incorporate that more like with my model calls to ensure Mm -hmm. that I feature my diversity. But people say, oh, do you photograph plus size people and stuff like that? And it's like, babe, like I, I'm a size 14. Like I understand like where you're coming from. Like this is a safe space. I promise you. Um, my like journey with my body is long. I was always like a, I was like the chubby kid growing up. I was like the like fat friend of everybody. Um, and I never really felt like desirable or anything. And then I'd say when I was like 
20, I like embarked on this like fitness journey. <laughs> it was like mm-hmm. the peak of like fitness competitions. Everyone wanted to do like a bikini comp. Do you remember that like era? I do. I was in that era. I was like oh, trying cool. to, I was, it, it's so funny because I was the same, like always like the chubby, funny one. Hmm. like all that stuff and and like always and never felt desirable and always felt like I had to like bid for attention I had to be like one of the guys in order to slide in there and then be like maybe one day teen rom-com maybe one day he'll turn around I'll take my glasses off and they'll be like wow you've been beautiful all along like I was like just wanting that and I, I also went into like the huge like like oh I need to be so fit it's so funny because I did like I, I dropped like 80 pounds like mm-hmm. as fast as I could and I wanted to be like as small as possible and that's after years of yo-yo dieting and then I was like great if I lose 20 more and then I'll apply to be in a, a, a fitness competition I was like that was the goal though I was like I'm gonna get small enough so that I can get smaller but I don't feel even good enough to apply to get smaller so I'm just gonna wait until I'm the smallest yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. I lost like 60 pounds and like these like people that like were mean to me before were like trying to like hit me up for dates and like talking to me. And it was the, like the attention that you get, like when you lose weight is so strange because you're the same person you just literally weigh less. (laughs) And, but people like reward that behavior, like as though, wearing this badge of like thinness is like more important than like being a good person or being a good friend or, you know, Mm -hmm. and I lost a lot of my weight in like really unhealthy ways, had a lot of like obsessive, like habits around food and unhealthy relationships around food and exercise. And yet I was still receiving all of this like positive praise because I was like losing weight. Like, what's your workout routine? What are you eating? And I look now and I was like, I was eating like blanched chicken and broccoli and it was really sad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was not living life to this fullest potential. Um, and yeah, I got that tattoo on my side. It says be proud, but never satisfied. And I look at that now because I know when I got that. Oh, no. Wanted to do a fitness competition as well. Oh, no, you froze. Ah! (laughs) Ah, Okay, so... (laughs) You ended off me like when when I got that when you got that tattoo. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I got that tattoo on my side, and I just remember like being so sad. Like I was like the thinnest I'd ever been. I technically reached my goal weight. I should have been like thriving, <laughs> or that's like that's what I thought. I thought you know what? When I reach this weight, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be perfect. Then I'll be desirable and thriving and worthy and all this stuff. But I still didn't like myself very much, and I think that was like a big lesson for me. I wanted to try and do a fitness competition, but, and I went to the gym like twice a day and lost even more weight. And 
then my trainer at the time was like, "Mm, no, like you're still not good enough. And that just like Mm. broke all the false confidence that I had. And so I kind of like stepped out of that space for a bit and yo-yoed back because obviously when you lose weight in a really unhealthy way, it's not sustainable. So I yo-yoed back and then I kind of like found just like a healthy perspective of not trying to change myself for aesthetic purposes. Mm -hmm. And really like, as I dove into my boudoir work, I was able to like dive more into like appreciating my body and like for what it was. I before wouldn't show my whole body like on my Instagram stories or anything like that. And now I do all the time because like I want people to be able to like get to know me and relate to me before they ever step into my studio. I think that's kind of where a lot of people find me and like their whole boudoir journey starts in the first place. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I really like that it has become like an amalgamation of it. And I've taken this like road to (laughs) find this like happiness in just like how I am right now. Mm-hmm. I love that. I feel like one of my biggest, um, there was two things cause I did the swim co shoot and then I did rest in peace swim co, which is so sad. I did it like right after the swim co shoot. I'm like, no, but I did the swim co photo shoot where if those who are listening, who might not know, um, they scouted me to become, or scouted me to be a bathing suit model and it, the coolest part about that experience, by the way, is not one time did they call me plus size. I was a model. I was okay. just a model, like, ah, yes. oh, so good. And in the modeling brief, it wasn't like, cause I have a background, um, in theater and film and all that stuff. Right. So in like the modeling brief, it wasn't like, what's the size of your clothes and like, make sure you drink a ton of water before and make sure you limit your carbs. It was literally like, what's your favorite thing about yourself? Like what, 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 what do you do to feel your best? Like all this stuff is like, don't, don't you dare change your eating. Like we scouted you for you. Like we love how you look like all this stuff. And not once was I referred to as, as the plus size model. It was, it was just like one of the models and like everything. And even going out to eat after, like it was really a really cool experience. Cause it's like, you're getting photos done and then you go to eat after. And, um, I've been on shoots before where I'm like the plus size model and I've like sat down and then everyone orders food and I feel like obligated to order a salad because I'm like, Oh, the plus size, like everyone's looking at me as the plus size. Like what, what is she going to do? And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get a burger. And like everyone got burgers. And it was like, just such a cool experience. It was so cool. So I did that. And then I did my shoot with you. And it, it was like, before that, I was so scared to show my whole body on my Instagram. Like, like even like you mentioned, like I was, terrified because I had the last time I showed my full body was at my smallest. And I was like transformation photo queen, like every single day documenting my body. And then I stopped cause I got really sick and then I gained weight. And so I never started again. And then it was like, cool. I'm going from not really showing my body to being the face of a swimmer brand across Canada to showing my half naked body on the internet. And then now it's like, I just show my body all the time. Cause I like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> But it's like that, like, if anyone is listening to this and they're like, I can't step into that room because I haven't shown my body in 20 years. I haven't shown my body in five years. I haven't like, no one knows what I look like now. It's like, no matter what, people are going to think whatever they want to think 
but how do you want to think about you? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and like, how do you want to feel about you? There's that TikTok sound that's like, I was so scared for my whole life that someone would find out that I was fat. Yeah. Right? 100%. It was like that. I was like, ah, I'm so scared that someone's going to find out that I look the way that I look. Right? You're like, I look great. I walk around like this every day. I look my Like, why am I so scared for other people to see me? 100%. Oh, so good. So if anyone's like prepping for their shoot and they're like, I'm so terrified or I'm like, I don't know what to expect or like anything like that. What would be like your top tips to give them? Uh, I would say just like let go of like any of the expectations that you have around the experience or around yourself. Like if I think if you don't want to shave, you don't have to shave. If you don't love like delicate lacy lingerie, don't wear delicate lacy lingerie. I think this is really like a time to be like your most authentic, like unapologetic self. And you can infuse that into so many different ways. Like It's just to be like authentically you, like I try and provide a space that is as welcoming and authentic and warm as possible. And you could come in just as yourself and there's absolutely no judgment. And I think it's really beautiful that you can just like be nude and be free and like just feel really liberating. Just coming into the experience with a completely open mind is the best thing that you can do. And then just take out of it like what you what you get when you're there and try and live those values like in your everyday life and like apply some of the stuff that you learn through the whole experience. And that's all I can ask for. If someone can have that like mindset shift, that's like the biggest thing. If they can just like look at themselves in the mirror after a session with me and be like, oh, like, yeah, like my tummy is kind of cute or like, yeah, like I look really sexy today. Like that would be the biggest thing that someone could do if they could like take that into their everyday lives and like just change how they look at themselves. Like I've done my job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that. If people are like, how do I start at home? What if they're like, I don't even, I'm, I'm so nervous to even like, like click the learn more about button. Like how can people start at home? Just like really tapping into that side of themselves. I'm a big believer of like, you are what you consume. Mm. So I would be number one, unfollow anyone or anything online that like, doesn't make you feel good about yourself unfollow anyone that you find yourself comparing yourself to or anything that like you don't feel good like when you're consuming it and then find some things that you love find some influencers that you think are great like really can change like what your like world is into being that like positive uplifting community. And I think for me, like that was like the biggest mindset is I stopped consuming like anything about weight loss. I stopped consuming anything about like perfectionism. Um, I think TikTok, can we talk about TikTok? How Let's talk about TikTok. TikTok. I can talk about TikTok all day long. 
TikTok's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> the body positivity community there is like top notch, whole other level. The like, I've never been comfortable like going on camera, like with no makeup or like whatever, just to do a little video before on TikTok. I'm like in bed and I'm like, let's make, let's make a video. Like mm-hmm. just, it's so raw and unfiltered and like, I think it's an incredible platform and there's so many like babes on there, like absolutely killing it and being like really authentic. And I think it really strays away from like the curation of like Instagram. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I think that's a great place to start. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone go on TikTok. Literally I'm like doing dances and stuff. Like I find I thrive learning the like little dances because like I used to be a dancer and stuff like that. And like, it's just so fun because you show your, like me showing my body, it all started with like doing stupid TikTok dances. And I was like showing my full body because the full, it was like a full TikTok dance. And it was like really cool to see other people's bodies and see people's bodies who look like mine and bodies that moved like mine and bodies that like, I was like, this is actually super cool. And I remember having someone comment on my, one of my TikToks and be like, I've never seen someone who has the same body as me. And I'm like, that's cool. Cause I didn't know anyone else existed that had the same body as me. So like, that's right? awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. I know I shot with a, um, plus size model the other day. And she said like the reason she got into it was because growing up, she never saw any representation of herself, even in the plus size community. If yeah. you look at a lot of like plus size retailers, the models that they use still have like flat stomachs and you're like, how the clothes supposed to fit me if I have a tummy, right? Yes. <laughs> and that's the reason she got into it. She was like, I love my body and I wish I could see more of people like me. So that's why she started um, modeling in the first place. And I thought that was like so refreshing. Like, oh my gosh, yes. I worked in a plus size store from the time that I was like 17 to the time I was like 21. I was like that. And like, I remember being so like embarrassed of my lower belly and like still have insecurities around it. Yeah. Cause like no one, no actual marketing shows that. And I remember being re- weirdly bullied by the customers. Cause like, I'd like that weird, like in between size where I'm like a, like my booty could be like a 16, but like my upper body's a medium. Like it's like a very weird yeah. like thing in between. And so I remember I used to get like you know, like in shit from the customers, like quite bluntly and like rudely that I shouldn't be working there because I wasn't big enough. And I was like, okay, well for me, I got bullied in school because I'm too big. So then I go Mm -hmm. to work in a community that's like plus size and it's still not good enough because like there's so much pent up aggression that there isn't representation, which Mm -hmm. I totally understand. So it's like, I would look at the models on the wall and be like, there's not a representation of like my lower belly being bigger than like, any other part of my stomach and like mm-hmm. that makes me feel insecure but then I'm standing in a in a clothes like clothing space where people are having like bellies that look different than mine that look different than the models and now they're mad at me and it's like there's just like not enough representation mm-hmm. and I think that's where like the new age media like kind of like Gen Z coming in like yes Gen Z (laughs) we love Gen Z I love Gen Z so much (laughs) me too like I and it's so funny I feel like with the TikTok dances I feel like they like have accepted like millennials now (laughs) because we're like we'll learn your way of life teach us (laughs) we want to be so bad (laughs) so badly our future is in 
great hands. A hundred percent. But I think they really like champion, like, I think before it was very like, oh, straight size versus plus size. And now it's like mid-sized communities. And we're also just like uplifting all marginalized bodies, like yeah. people of color, disabilities, like women, everyone like is getting their time to shine. And I think mm-hmm. that's so incredible. It is so, so incredible. This is awesome. You're so incredible. Oh my gosh. Thank you. So are you. I'm so happy that you joined us. That's amazing. Where are your favorite places to hang out? Where can people follow you and fall in love with your work? Of course. So you can follow me on Instagram at Stacey Mitchell Intimates. On TikTok at Stacy Mitchell Photo, um, and I actually just launched my VIP boudoir group on Facebook. Ooh. You can come and join a community, and we can deep dive into like the topics that I like to talk about on Instagram, and really like collaborate with one another, and see like a little bit more of my work that like Instagram sensors <laughs> from me. Yeah. And yeah, so you can find me there at Stacy Mitchell Intimates VIP group if you want to like be a part of that and get access to deals and giveaways and model calls before anyone else. So yeah. So exciting. I need to join that. Yeah, please come join. join. Yes. Well, so if you guys want to hang out with me and Stacy's group, <laughs> you should join. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. Well yeah, thank, you thank you so much. Hang on for a second because I'll take a little boomerang of us. But if there's anything you want to leave the humans with, what would it be? That you are worthy and that your body is beautiful and that I love you and you're doing a good job. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I felt like I needed that. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Yes. You're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Well, bye everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Go bye. follow Stacey on everything. Thank you. Hey friends, I hope you freaking loved that episode. And if you did, let me know what you loved about it by leaving me a review below or tagging me on all the social medias. It would mean the world to me. And as always, you're freaking fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. I hope you hit that subscribe button and I hope we catch you next time.